Welcome to the suburbs. I'm Kim. I'm Juice. And this, uh, yo, man, you good? Yeah, it, 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 it's been a long fight. It's been a long fight, man. And I just have to have a warrior spirit, that's all. Recording this on January the 19th, 2021, year of our Lord. Day before the Enog. The last day that Donald Trump is president of the United States of America. Ooh. Pew, pew, pew. And the trash is about to be taken out. Um, also, it's the birthday of uh, two white trailblazers, Dolly Parton and Mac Miller. R.I.P., R.I.P. Oh, shut up. I didn't realize how many... Uh, like legendary Capricorns there are. It's like, man, Capricorns are out here with legends. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so Donald Trump's about to get taken the fuck out, bro. Finally, it has happened to me right in front of my face. I get why did they used to be like on them, uh, the CDs on, uh, on TV be like nineties it's from the nineties. <laughs> yep. What is love? <laughs> Baby, Baby don't, don't hurt me. me. Don't hurt me no more. <laughs> what the fuck? What? Like did nobody know how to make mixtapes back then? <laughs> They're like, yeah, let's get these old motherfuckers. Let's give you some hits from ten years ago and sell it to you for thirty dollars. Yeah, I wish I could come up with a racket like that. I'd be balling. How can I rip off millennials on nostalgia? That's the real question. <laughs> I mean, you got to do it in in uh, innovative ways because it's happening now, but it's more so like in the fashion world. Yeah, <clears throat> it's. I kind of feel like I'm falling out of love with fashion. I feel it's not based on anything anymore. It's a lot of bullshit. People just throw at the wall and hope. Actual trends don't seem to trend. Like they're flash in the pan type things. Hmm. I mean, everybody's dressing like it's 1997 right now. Mm-hmm. But... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if it just feels weird because I like even though we were kids, we lived through that era. We remember the chunky shoes and uh, cargo pants that were huge. Oh yeah, the pants with the chain. Ooh, I I might bring back the chain wallet. Chain wallet might be. Are you? <sighs> it it fit my like style, but. 
that's like you can't attract black girls in no chain wallet. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. The only black girls that date people with chain wallets date white boys. <laughs> that is not a crossover. And only white boys. Right. It's like, yeah, this I'm sticking with it. I ain't saying they sell out to that. That's just the, who they like. <laughs> and I respect that. It's just like I like alt black girls and alt black girls only like white boys. This is true. <laughs> I love an old black girl. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> what is that about? It's just based on how we all grew up. Do we associate anything alternatively black with just whiteness? Ooh. Oh, we get <laughs> questions now. Okay. I think. Uh, do we? Because I think we do. I think we do. I never thought about it, but yeah. Skateboarding, we always assume is a white thing. Mm-hmm. Uh anime we used to and some people still try to act like it's only a a white thing uh gothic culture now the goth thing i think is a little different also because a lot of based on how you may or may not have grown up certain things were of the devil Mm -hmm. and so those are things that good righteous black people don't want to align themselves with (laughs) These are these are very valid points. What other alternative lifestyles would we label as being not black? Um, Metal. Anything that has to do with vegetarianism and veganism. Very true. Or or just anything natural, organic. I need to resituate my mic. <clears throat> Um, what else do we consider anti-blackness? Uh, I think for to be honest, a certain wave of left-wing politics we kind of assign as being almost white, hmm. like being super liberal. Mm-hmm. It's not really a black thing or things that quote unquote are black. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, so you care about the environment, nigga? No. <laughs> also, just like, um, I was going to say minimalism. Yeah. But I feel like that kind of also just goes with, like, the whole, like, natural organic thing. Like, reducing waste. Yeah. Getting rid of fluff. You know, black black people, we like... like we're kind of gaudy. We like stuff. <laughs> We do like stuff. We like things. We do like things and stuff. <laughs> things and stuff. That's the title. <laughs> that has to be the title. Things, wings, and things. <laughs> <laughs> um, what other things? Even things we help create. We like country music or things like that. Even though I have noticed that more... It's not called alternative country, but there's a a little wing of black people who are doing country music. Yeah. But I feel like I feel like that's because country music kind of just falls like hand in hand with R&B almost. It's cousin. It's kissing cousin. Right. And we literally help create country too. So it's just a return to our shit. I'm seeing a lot of black people doing country music covers. Mm hmm. And not like the cheesy ones either. It's like adding soul. It's almost like how the Neville brothers do country. Mm-hmm. And I fucks with that. 
Like, don't try to do this Darius Rucker bullshit. <laughs> fuck Darius Rucker. Even though Hootie and the Blowfish is dope as fuck. I love that black people only call him Hootie. <laughs> do they? Like, when he first, like before, like, Wagon Wheel. He's like, oh, you mean Hootie? Because <laughs> black people have to have one person in the group and the band. That is definitely a black thing. Yeah. Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes, even though the star of Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes was Teddy Pendergrass. Mm-hmm. That fuck niggas up for life, though. <laughs> it's always got to be such and such and blank. <laughs> That's why it was so funny when Keith was like the other day, he was like, I want to start a band called Keith uh, Brown and them other niggas. <laughs> <laughs> Keith and them. <laughs> He said, can you imagine this behind the stage being like, no, I'm one of them niggas. (laughs) (laughs) We got to have that motherfucker back on. Yeah, we do. That nigga be wilder. We need to decide when we're going to get Molly on. Yep. I forgot how it sounded with the door closed. You're going to be in here. You're going to close the door. Sit your ass over there. Don't say shit. I'm a real black parent. Don't touch nothing. Don't breathe in my direction. If I was a real black parent, I'd put them to work. Here, get on these boards. (laughs) Um, But you said... I don't even know how much of the shit we're going to be able to use. I don't know what to talk about today. Honestly, like... Last week was so good. I'm coming off of a crazy weekend. <laughs> and it also is stuff we can't talk about. What the shit we can't talk about? <laughs> a lot of secret things. But yeah. Yeah, that's where we were supposed to go. Because I was like, I don't know where I want to go. It's gotten to the point where I'm running out of places. Go figure. My, uh... I mean, there's plenty of new restaurants, at least. (laughs) I don't... I'm just tired of, like, every food now. Yeah, I feel you. I guess I need to start cooking. But... That is it. I miss cooking. I haven't, I ain't been able to get groceries in the capacity that I'm used to getting groceries. So I haven't been cooking as much. I, um, I didn't get grocery this week. Yeah, I'm just, it's time for me to be an adult. <laughs> I'm about to start meal prepping again. So I have to, I, was, I, I forgot to order my meals for this week. That's also why I was eating like shit. And I was like, yeah, I gotta. Between not drinking and eating terrible food for the first time, it's like, man, this is a recipe for disaster. Um, I watched that Tiger Woods HBO thing today. I heard it was lit. It was crazy. Is it? Yeah. What's crazy about it? Like, just uh, the level of, like, his dad groomed him. To be mm. like the greatest golfer ever. Mm. 
and it's just they kind of alluded to his dad well they didn't allude to they said his dad was a cheater too and that's where Tiger saw that type of stuff he was like cheater like in his relationship or just like relationships okay like a serial philanderer wow and then like my brother said this he was like it's almost like he was like Joe Jackson I was finna say that yeah I was wondering if there were any comparisons made not in a movie but you can definitely see it like their drive to just uh, his kids were going to be the best wasn't wasn't Joe Jackson a cheater too oh yeah big time so what there's got to be a link in that kind of a personality or that was just how men got down back then and today There's that. <laughs> also, his I didn't know this, but his dad was a Green Beret. What's that? A military. He was a special ops. Oh, okay. In Vietnam. So, like, he was a party animal, too. Work hard, play hard. Mm. Um, Which is also a common thing of, especially guys that were in service. Say the things that people pass on to their children. Yeah. Um, I did want to talk about this. Yesterday was uh, Dr. King's uh, birthday, or the it was the uh, the holiday mm-hmm. we celebrate. Fifteenth mm-hmm. is his, his actual birthday. birthday. Um, and then it's just wild how people really try to whitewash our icons. Like in real life time. Mm-hmm. And then now it's almost like they've tried to make him like a secular saint. I, um, what's his name? George. Um, so he had DM'd me about, um, cause I posted that post from Devin Keith saying that, you know, MLK was not Jesus. Yeah. He, yeah. And he, he didn't sacrifice his life. Like he wasn't trying to die. Yeah. Behind this. Um, and George had responded. He's like, yeah, this is crazy how much everything was so whitewashed and how they paint, you know, these activists to be. They use him against modern day activists. Like I was watching something and, uh, on YouTube and one of the commercials was from Prager U. Now, anybody that doesn't understand Prager U is not an actual university. It's a, a far right wing think tank. Hmm that puts out information as lies and fabrications. Hmm. And a lot of times when they want to go against civil rights or social justice, they use black people. So they had this black person talking about how Dr. King was the greatest American. And he's not, and it's not like the, the modern day civil rights movement, because if uh, they were carrying on Dr. King's legacy, why isn't there another Dr. King? And it's like, nah, y'all trying to whitewash this shit. And that's why I'm glad that his kids be out here, like, vocalizing. Like, his daughter was like, let's not twist things. The year before my dad was murdered, and he was murdered, he was one of the most hated men in America. White people be loved trying to act like that was the way that uh, everything should be handled. Dr. King did it the right way, mm-hmm. and they still murdered him. <sighs> I just want to know... When are they going to teach that? And if they're not, they're not. 
how do we make sure that we get this word out to young kids before they it's gonna be one of those things to where we learn like that George Washington chopped down a cherry tree which was a lie or honest Abe could not tell a lie but Dr. King wanted everybody to hold hands and love on each other like no that is not what Dr. King wanted Dr. King wanted a revolution mm-hmm. and would have succeeded if it wasn't for these <laughs> meddling uh, white supremacists <laughs> like a Scooby Doo what for those meddling kids <laughs> he would have got away with it. I saw um I saw the posts of some dude on Twitter mixed dude that was like I'm sorry I interrupted you. No, it's okay. You said this mixed dude. I'm going to cut all this out anyway. So. Uh, he was on Twitter. Basically, he had posted a picture. And he was just like, I'm Martin Luther King's wildest dream. I love being mixed. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what else did he say? I forgot. But that was the gist of it. And I was like, boy. Get the fuck out of here. Like, people really have tried. Like, they do that also with Bob Marley. They try to make it like Bob Marley was all about freedom and all this stuff. Like, no, Bob Marley was a revolutionary and he was shot and almost died for being a revolutionary. Everybody tries to make it be like he's just some weed smoking hippie. Mm -hmm. No, Bob was about the shits. Mm -hmm. Martin Luther King was about the shits. Mm -hmm. And if, like, somebody said this, they were like, man. I ain't going to lie. This year, it almost made me feel like not even wanting to celebrate Dr. King Day. And that's why they do that shit. Yeah. They don't, they want to take our icons from us. Man, I'm getting real hoteppy right now. <laughs> but fuck it. The revolution, you, you the You here preaching about they. You know, <laughs> they shit get real when you start them. preaching about they. <laughs> they and them. <laughs> but it's always, uh, they do that to all American icons, they try to whitewash them and then make them sanitary for children. Mm -hmm. And that's not, it's hard to unlearn the bullshit that's been, the propaganda that's been thrown down your throat your whole life. And also a lot of, a lot of these people out here are, got a lot of balls to be talking about what uh, Negroes now should be doing based on, they were mad about the nigga did. <laughs> a lot of these people, like, we just got to start holding people accountable. Yeah. But it's also wild as fuck that Dr. King's children are very much alive. Yeah. his He only has one grandchild, and she's like 11. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. And they interviewed her for, like, NBC News the other day. She looked just like him and Coretta. It's wild. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, like, they be just out, like, trying to act like these niggas don't fucking exist. I just want to know, how how do we get it out to the masses of the young kids, though? Like, what shit really is? It's hard with this because we more or less made him a saint in our households. Mm-hmm. And so now the the growing population has tried to accept him into the broader scope of what he meant. 
And also the other part, the dangerous part of it is just being like, don't believe the shit they say about Dr. King. A lot of these niggas be trying to act like Malcolm X was all on some <laughs> some super lyrical, miracle, spiritual shit and not not understanding the the move the part of the movement that he occupied. Mm-hmm. He wasn't just on some like it's it's way too complex for me to talk about here, but like people always try to make it seem like it's either Dr. King or Malcolm X. Yeah. It's like, no, that is not what it is. And if you believe that, you are doing a disservice to the civil rights movement and you don't understand, therefore you should shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. But that goes for a lot of people because there'll be a lot of people who really don't be knowing or understanding right would actually be I, I am one of those people but I'm not out here <laughs> <laughs> preaching to the masses I'm not out here trying to tell no niggas what to believe and what not to believe it's one person in my life that always anytime any kind of protest happen you want to be like well you gotta do it the way Dr. King well they killed him every time they start well they killed him right so now like let me <laughs> shut you the fuck up right now <laughs> oh you mean the person they murdered when he was 39 yeah for doing that yeah hmm. yeah, yeah. Oh, y'all were mad about Kaepernick for taking a knee. Trump's gone tomorrow. We just go keep. That's gonna be our mantra. Be like, now Trump gone. Trumpism will not go away for a long time, though. I wonder what tomorrow is gonna be like. First and foremost, I hope everybody is safe. Like as far as our man and auntie, as long as I hope auntie is safe, right. Uh, she's my auntie honorary for the rest of my life they're gonna have to have secret service national everything gotta be they got troops must, like uh, in the capital they got up and down like they are not playing this shit oh I mean I listen as they should but hell we thought that they would <laughs> it's different now because not now a week ago <laughs> now for one, Secret Service is in charge of this. Secret Service don't play about that shit. Secret Service is like, we will never lose another president mm. again after JFK. They're like, never again. For two, because the Joint Chiefs of Staff last week, I haven't seen a lot of people post, like, talk about it. They released a memo where they didn't. Like, I watched this video where this guy was like deciphering it. Like using like uh, the way that the military terms things, mm. but in their memo they were like, "Joe Biden will be inaugurated as president of the United States, and any uh, deterrent to that will not be allowed." Blase, blase. It was like what they're saying is, no matter what these Trumpers try to pull. The mirrors, the military will never be on their side. The military will stand for the Constitution to defend it against foreign and domestic threats. That's the oath they take. That's the oath that Biden is going to take tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Military does not play about this bullshit. Like, let Fox News tell it and all these right, far right places tell it that you would think that the military all supports Trump. That is not true at all. Military does not, a lot of military people do not fuck with that shit at all. They've never, they're about order. They're about tradition. 
I mean, yeah. I guess my thing is just like <laughs> everything in this last year has just been so toxic, turvy, and nothing has been happening according to plan. I I just am nervous about the entire event at the Capitol, but also just around the states with how people have been acting behind Trump not being reelected. I just don't want nobody to go into any kind of weird, violent attack for still being in denial about how he's not <laughs> yeah. our president anymore. As far as the United States military goes, they do not negotiate with terrorists and they have deemed these domestic terrorists and they will not play with their bullshit. That's where the military is on the shit. They did a couple weeks ago. But that wasn't the military. Well, not them, but... That was because the person that was in charge didn't allow certain things, but he is out tomorrow. Everybody out. Right. (laughs) So... And then they've said more or less that they're not they're not taking orders from him. It's different. Like the other thing was uh, two weeks ago, the reason that shit happened is because uh then the Pentagon was disturbed about optics or what it would look like if the military was against these people. But now we see what happened with these people mm-hmm. happen, and they're not letting that go. Mm. <laughs> so, I mean, by the time everybody listens to this, they know what happened. Let's True. hope that the best happened. If not, we'll talk about it next week. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, Lord. What a fucking. It's just terrible living in fucking America. I don't know what other way to put it. <laughs> The way I'll put it is, I love history. It is terrible living through historic times, though. It is so exhausting and anxiety inducing. And then trying to explain to people, but this is not normal, even while people are trying to act like this shit is normal. Like, no, this shit didn't ha- Like, we're 32 at this point. You can't fool us with some of this bullshit. Yeah. Like, nigga, I've been an adult for 12 years. <laughs> We have already fleshed it out, like the things that we have lived through, right? Already, you ain't gonna fool us. But the scary thing is, we gotta make sure, in our case right now, that my niece and my nephews and your nephew understand that this shit ain't normal. Unfortunately, your nephew and my niece, the only person they know is Trump, mm-hmm. which is frightening. Which at least they are um, babies. Right. Blissfully unaware of what any of that means for anything. You know what the scariest part of all this shit is? These Republicans going to try to act like this shit didn't happen. They already are. I know. They're be like, whoa. I mean, things got a little crazy for a second. But you got to think about all the good things that happened. I know. This motherfucker just tried to overthrow the government. Which every time they say uh, insurrection, I bust out laughing. 
Not because it was funny, but the idea that the sitting president of the United States just tried to overthrow the government and people were like, you know, yeah, you're both sides. <laughs> but I mean, it's also the same nigga that said that it was good people on both sides and people tried to act like we didn't hear that shit. Like, no, he didn't say that. Yes, the fuck he did. I heard him say it. Well, what he was meaning to say. You gaslighting motherfuckers. Did we get to talk about Carrie Hilson last week? No, we didn't. Speaking of pieces of shit. <laughs> Speaking of people who've been out here just trumping hard as fuck. Carrie Hilson, girl. She been choosing violence for a while. Okay. <laughs> like, yeah. You started out trashing Beyonce. And Which. no one does that and gets out alive. That was the start of what got game, you nigga. fucked up. So you had to lay low. You laid low. You kind of resurfaced. Okay, cool. Carrie Hilson, she's still fine. Everybody look at Carrie. Cool. I don't know if anybody was looking for music from her. But... She did she did resurface on the socials, um, especially the gram. And she made she made a whole little post, which I got it somewhere on Twitter. I didn't actually save it, but she made a whole little like story post, like it was a screenshot of Trump's was it Twitter account or one of one of yeah. his social media accounts basically saying, Yeah. You know, he was suspended or he was banned or whatever, whatever. And so she wanted to make a whole post and comment on, on it saying, like, this, this is may like be funny. Now, but it, it's the start of when they come for Yeah, like, it's it. it's uh, censorship. And imagine if they can do this to a politician, what can they do, you know, to citizens? This is supposed to be a free country. We're supposed to have free uh, freedom of speech and... Take take Trump out of it was the main thing that she was saying. Like take Trump out of it, and and what does this say for the rest of us? And which is stupid because, for one, freedom of speech doesn't stop a company from you not being able to use their platform to spread hate and violence. Exactly. I guess it's not freedom of speech at this point. It's clear and present danger. <laughs> It's day. This is about danger. Like this is yelling fire in a in a crowded movie theater. You can say what you want, but there's going to be consequences to certain things. But that's because because niggas don't read the Constitution or know anything about. They didn't pay attention in civics. They think, oh, freedom of speech, freedom of speech. They didn't read the fine print, right? What the big print giveth, the little print taketh away. <laughs> <laughs> wise old tale <laughs> but I'm just like girl this is not about freedom of speech and 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 you talking about take Trump out of it like if he did, if it was any other person that was on the internet <laughs> riling the people insurrection. up right riling people up to go and do violent things they would be suspended as well I so have, I have it 
This may be funny, but it's a little dangerous to take Trump out of it for a moment. Mm -hmm. A democracy must include freedom of speech. Imagine other leaders or popular figures not being able to voice their opinion if it opposes the majority of world leaders. Our freedom of speech being taken from us slowly but surely censorship. If the leader of the free world can be removed, imagine the same right of civilians. Imagine believing every time every time you read false information detected and propaganda, deceptive reports and flat out lies being the only thing we see. I mean, they flag that shit because the nigga lying. He talk about he's he still think he won the election. We can't deal with them motherfuckers. The thing about it is, if it wasn't Trump, you'd be suspended. Yes. you're out here trying to get people to hurt people. It's not like Trump is the first person to be deplatformed. But it, what makes it so bad is this is the president. <laughs> right. <laughs> and he's only getting special privilege because he is the president of the United States. Also, have you noticed how peaceful Twitter's been since that nigga been locked out? Mm-hmm. Bro. Ain't nobody had to clap back at a nigga for I to, saying nothing dumb. Right. We just getting all his trolls out the paint. But yeah, Carrie Hilson. I used to be in love with her too. Hmm. <laughs> and what sucks is like when she made music, she actually had hits. Like she, she's a great songwriter. She had great potential to really like blow up. Like her "No Boys Allowed" album, I could still bump that shit to this day. But she's so fucking annoying. It was all downhill after she broke up with Serge Ibaka. Because Serge Ibaka seems like a likable person. I wonder who she's pregnant by right now. I don't know. Cause she's definitely pregnant. I bet she's no. Nah, I ain't even gonna say. <laughs> Based on these pro-Trump tweets, I can assume something about who she with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Might be a little Tamara Maori situation. They be on her ass, but she be inviting the shit too. That whole like, I'm I'm still kind of iffy on her relationship. It seems she seems way more brainwashed I feel like by society like who was it that said something about uh, black love on their post and she was like well it doesn't matter if it's black love or interracial love like bitch get the fuck out of fucking comments Mm -hmm. like yeah that's that's a weird situation I have no problem I feel like I've been saying this a lot I have no problem with interracial relationships I don't either might have been (laughs) some before but I just don't I You might have been in some before Uh I mean Yeah I thought Entanglements No this one <laughs> I had a really insightful Conversation with my barber today like, We were talking about Some real ass shit He was talking about Yeah like he was telling me a story about like one of his homeboys. And it's like like it's some young ass shit. Like dude got caught up and blase blase whatever. And he's like, Man, some of that stuff I don't even be trying to deal with. Cause I don't like cause I ain't gonna he was like 
it was a piece of vulnerability. He was like, you know, I mean, like, some shit has happened in my past that has really fucked me up. He was like, you know, I just never want to do nobody dirty like that. I was like, man, yeah. So it happens to a lot more of us than like we'd be willing to admit. Mm-hmm. But that should be changing you. That changes you. It really does. And then the lessons you learn from it are the things that somewhat make you a better person, but then also makes you less likely to be vulnerable with somebody. Yeah, and I always wonder, like, I was just getting ready to say, people always talk about how those, you know, horrible experiences, especially dating, are, you know, just lessons for how you got to move, you know, in the future. And I get that, but at the same time, is everything a lesson? I'm, I I don't think everything is a lesson. Some of the chaotic bullshit I had to deal with, I don't think it was a lesson. It was just like, yo, this shit is not... I was going to say, I wish we would um, not be so quick to just excuse every traumatic experience or, you know what I'm saying? Like any experience that may have affected us negatively, I wish we wouldn't be so quick to label it as a lesson all the time. Like sometimes people are just shitty people yeah, and they do shitty things and it's not so that we you know we'll can be learn in the something future. yeah like nah some shit just literally breaks you down period like there's no <laughs> intent th- behind right every shitty experience i think also that's when a lot of people that believe in everything happens for a reason that's when they get their bars off but I don't believe everything happens for a reason. I don't either. So I don't navigate my life and why am I going through this? Sometimes it's just bullshit, like you said. And But some people really have to be like, this had to happen for a reason. And I understand in that logic why people do that, but I'm not one of those people. See, the thing about that whole mindset, though, is like the goalposts can be moved in every scenario because you're reason for whatever trauma happening can be anything you can decide like oh well if this didn't happen then this never would have happened and if i hadn't have been living my life foul then these things wouldn't have happened. like no sometimes bad stuff just happens like i saw um this lady that i used to follow on twitter a couple years ago she had posted about this very same thing like wondering who all believes like things happen for a reason and you know some people just having bad luck or whatever and and it was related to as a child and she was trying to um i guess have a a conversation with somebody who basically told her that things happen for a reason and to try to yeah to try to i guess like approach looking at that situation or approach the healing from that approach like understand that you wouldn't be the person you are today without you know these type of experience and i'm just like yeah no see that's 
that's where I draw the line. I mean, I draw the line before that, but I'm I'm just not a things happen for a reason kind of person. Because, and it's got whatever lesson God wanted me to learn had to come from a better way than that. And I would just refuse to believe that God maybe have to go through this you know one, what I'm the worst thing that could happen to you. I don't feel like God wanted me to suffer this way. No, any lesson <laughs> that I would have, it, it's got to be a better way. <laughs> like, it's got to be <laughs> at least one better way. You know, like, should but we I? be so quick to like believe that and accept that, and we get brainwashed by shit like that because. As black people, part of it is, it's just like when we get desensitized to this like emotional porn as movies like Tyler Perry shit where you just see the most fucked up shit Mm. and you just expect that that's what our experience is supposed to be. Mm -hmm. I think that's tied to slavery. I don't think it's only slavery. I think as human existence, we're taught as Christians wise that you must suffer to go to paradise mm-hmm. and oh, I hate that I don't want I don't want that I understand having to work for certain things and have to get things out of difficult situations but some things should have never happened to you and that's why I like I don't know I feel like that's another thing that kind of plays into the way that I am in like dating relationships because I know a lot of people at this point um, have experienced similar things in dating a lot of people have been cheated on I have not and I always wonder like people because people always say that too like well you know now I know that blah 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 now I know this and you know I got cheated on and this is why but Everything happens for a reason. Now my eyes are open about this, that, and the third. And I'm just like, I always wonder, like, I always go into all these situations just, like, being nervous. Because, for one, I just feel so inexperienced. And then, like, knowing that I also have not experienced being cheated on, it's like, damn, is this part of why I am able to be... I guess more open with people more quickly because you haven't faced that betrayal because I haven't been hurt enough and I don't I don't want to say yet because I don't want to experience that like right. I would like to move through <laughs> life and not have to worry about being cheated on I think it's so common it's gonna happen not being a pessimist but it's just one of those things yeah. that's actual and then I've also had a similar situation of betrayal that fucked me up so I don't know my uh date uh the thing is I think trauma a lot of times we always try to make trauma into like extreme trauma but we all have some level of dating trauma maybe not so extreme but has affected us in ways that it has made our lives different. Mm-hmm. My specific trauma is, I'm sorry, I'm burping, <laughs> is just reassurance. Sometimes I need to know where we're at. Even like in our friendship, 
Like it's sometimes be like, yo, are we cool? Like what? <laughs> What's up, nigga? <laughs> yeah, I um. Like that's just one of my insecurities to wear. Because I've experienced where things change. It's always surprising when people think we're cool. Yeah. Some people think we're fucking cool. I don't think I'm cool. I wouldn't say I don't think I'm cool. I just... I'm, I'm a pretty cool nigga. <laughs> we got the song. I ain't even gonna hold you. I ain't even gonna hold you. I'm a pretty cool nigga. That's that fake humble. She'd be like, I'm not cool. Be like, ah, I'm pretty fucking cool. Speak for yourself. Like, she'd be doing that shit with me. She'd be like, oh. No, you're cool. Like, I'm not cool. I back my yeah, I'm fucking cool as fuck. Yeah, I gotta be more confident in myself in these situations. Like, bitch, you a badass bitch. The fuck? I'm a boss ass bitch. 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 The fuck? Um, yeah. It's weird. It's hard being famous. <laughs> famous. Um, I did have a random thing I wanted to ask you. It's one of the ones where I see a tweet. I'm like, ooh, that might be a good conversation starter. Mm-hmm. Um, because for some reason it's not settled into my phone. I mean, it's not. Twitter is different on the computer. This is a another podcaster I follow, and. This is going to sound weird. She has amazing thirst traps. And they're not like showing ass thirst traps. But they're like, man, this is. This, I love a good thirst trap. This is a good hot, like, <laughs> that's some high level thirst trappery. I love a good thirst trap. I had a lot of them <laughs> this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> when in my close friends. <laughs> it's literally like 11 niggas. <laughs> Exclusive. Oh yeah, you did post a picture of Jay. I was like, Jay, fuck this. Fuck. That was supposed to go on my close friend. She posted that, but she fucked it up. I'm like, this was not supposed to be. Was, I was like, Jay, fuck as fuck. Oh yeah, definitely. Not that I didn't know. Of course, it's just you know sometimes you're like that's the homie. They're like, no, nah, that's the homie. <laughs> bad bitches fuck together. <laughs> You know, you know, bad this. bitch alert. Keep a bad bitch around me. <laughs> Keep a bad bitch on my arm. <laughs> uh, but she was like, my friend said she got so tired of trying to obtain the man she wanted. She married a man that was already always there. That's my fear. No jokes aside. She is his 10, but he was her last minute. And so this guy, well, this girl was like, is she happy at least? The girl was like, yes. It don't sound like it if she's settled, quote unquote. She said, yes, because she has children. Her story sticks to me because she was that one. Degrees, beauty, shape, personality, and money. And now she's the one begging for somebody to wipe down the counter. It's like, my my crush kind of like faded. (laughs) (laughs) What is settled? This is the question I have. I mean, to, for uh, the way that they even pose that as just like she ended up with the one who was just always there. Yeah. It's like, okay, so you decided to be with somebody out of availability and not desire or mutuality. 
now I did read the thread later on. She do, she does say that dude's an excellent father. All this okay, like he's like, like what are the things that she wanted to be with him for before <laughs> that he was stable, he was kind, he treated her like a queen, all the other shit. So it wasn't just because he was there, right? But it was leading the way she said it that it was just she settled. But it wasn't like so. That's why I was like, "What is settled?" It's because, like, after reading that, settling to me doesn't mean all right. You check off <laughs> eight out of the nine things I like, mm. and you're just not as cute as I would like. Mm. That's not settling to mm. me. That's compatibility, and you just aren't a perfect person, right? <coughs> but, no. But let Twitter tell you sometimes people be on that wave and be like, well, he's not as attractive as her. Like, but what goes into attraction and what what are the things that you're willing to let? It's not, I guess, a real question, but like, what are the things that we're willing to uh, let be negotiable if you check off the things that I find very important? Like, if I think you would be a good mom, if I think you would be a a even partner, kind, blase, blase, orderly, all these other things. I think I think settling is settling is knowing what you want, <laughs> knowing what you can get, and and not just not just taking what you can get that might. You know what I'm saying? Check off all the boxes on your list. But settling is when you actually go against yourself. Right. You allow things to happen that you know aren't aren't good for you or aren't in line with what you want or who you are. That's why I was like reading. I'm like, what people are, what are you, is your only argument that he's like, that you're a 10, like he's a, Ten to her when I she's a ten to him but he's not a ten to her does that mean that she's settled because that seems kind of ridiculous because I don't know I'm always iffy when people try to make it about like looks because mm-hmm. especially like some looks can fade that's what I was going to say and those aren't built on any it's not built on can substance to me. Th- those I feel like those are just like judgmental things honestly like anything anything superficial like that that has nothing to do with who they are but that let social media tell you that's the things that are most important to people no, nah, that's why I can't stand that judgmental shit that like I and but those are the people that believe that social media is a real place. Those are the people who end up alone because of that dumbass bullshit. It's tons of people following advice and be like never settle. But never talk about what never settling actually means. Never settling doesn't mean <laughs> avoiding everybody who has a chipped toenail. <laughs> right <laughs> like that doesn't that doesn't mean anything 
but people get caught get so caught up in superficial shit. And I'm not immune to that. I have superficial shit that I like. We all do. But like to me, like as far as building a possible relationship or anything, all of those things don't I don't mean as much to me. I'm more attracted to other things. I'm attracted to characteristics. Mm-hmm. I like subtle things. That's where you find like actual beauty. It's not on like somebody's out here with the ass out and all this shit. Like that too, but <laughs> that doesn't mean anything besides like my immediate attraction. I'm just tons of bitches I'm fucking attracted to. I don't want to be with them. <laughs> Boom. It's tons of shit that I like physically. And that's another thing too is like, can we also talk about and stop acting like everything that you like is going to be good for you or is always good for you? Like, that's another thing about when it comes to, uh, Settling, I guess, and and crossing things off lists. Like, I feel like a lot of people think like, "Oh, y'all both like this," and blah blah blah. That means you're compatible, or y'all both are fit. That means you're compatible. And I'm just like, can we stop acting like everything that we look for is good, or you know what I'm saying? Right. All the things that we want is what determines compatibility. And it's like, nah, you can have two people that are both physically attractive or, you know, are both into golf. But that don't mean that they're going to have a successful relationship. Like, I feel like we base too many things off of just desire. I think that comes from an honest place or earnest place because I think most people think conversation is the the uh, I mean conversation is the hardest thing to in compatibility that's the hardest thing to get over so some people assume if you have common interests then they'll get along no. even down to like uh, friendships like when people assume that I would like to hang out with somebody because they like music or something, but I probably hate their guts. <laughs> I'm a music snob. I don't like to just hang out with everybody who likes fucking music. <laughs> like, or even just I'm a history buff. I don't everything that I like. Like, just because no. we like the same things doesn't mean we're gonna fit. The situation I'm in now is based around she doesn't like any of the shit I like. Things that you like, yeah. And it's I don't I don't want to just sit around and talk about music with some girl I'm trying to like build a life with. That'd be so fucking boring. And I just feel like why wouldn't you want to be with somebody that you can learn from? If y'all always liking all of the same shit, what exactly? Um, yeah. That feels boring to me, honestly. Now it would be weird, like it's certain stuff that like just based on who I am would be weird. Like, say, if certain situation happened and I was just like, you know, like, over time, she was just like, have you heard that new <laughs> uh, 
MF Doom bootleg that came out last week. You're like, I don't know. That shit seems disingenuous. But then when you look at some of our other friends, like they're both just nerds. Mm-hmm. And she felt comfortable being a, like being outwardly nerdy yeah. when she hooked up with. That's cool. But when you go against it, like the shit, like I don't want to just. I don't know. I don't want to change my core principles to appease somebody. And that's what a lot of people do because they don't have actual personalities. Mm. <laughs> like, hey, shut the fuck up. <laughs> we always want to give women so many like pointers and tips on how to get men, but don't nobody ever say to no man, like, y'all should learn how to braid your woman's hair. Cause that'll get you. I have seen women talk about grease and scalps. Being now, that's, scal- that's some black <laughs> shit. But I'm only attracted to black women, Kim. I'm taking notes for that. <laughs> I'm always down for a nigga wanting to grease my scalp. <laughs> but yeah, fuck all that. That pick me shit is is indicative of bitches who don't have real personality. Yeah. Whatever to get the man. And then plus the other no, thing about out here acting. The other thing is if a nigga is really interested in some shit, he gonna know when you faking. Like if somebody was just like on some like, oh she ain't ever paid attention to fucking music but now she's trying to have conversations with me. It could be cute to a certain point, but then it's like admit I have no idea what's going on because <laughs> if not I'm be trying to test you and then that is an un- unattractive quality of people that know a lot of useless information like me be like oh so if you are a real fan of this artist name three songs that's not on this album since you want to get nerdy with me right since you know so much right oh so you about to get quizzed bitch <laughs> then be turned off when they give the uh-huh. wrong answers or don't know it. I just you just take things too far. <laughs> what? What? Just never mind. <laughs> then you in the doghouse. <laughs> then you gotta act like you like some shit that she like. Have you been watching The Bachelor? <laughs> niggas, niggas don't care. <laughs> they don't go out of their way to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Can you believe he gave her a rose tonight? <laughs> Nigga. <laughs> Get the fake ass. And then plus, isn't the whole thing on Twitter to be like, uh, men should stay out of women business. <laughs> you don't want no man off in women business. That shit is not cute. <laughs> yeah, me and Bay were watching. Shut the fuck up, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> That's just... Oh no! It's so many things I see on social media and everything that I'm just like, you people aren't real. You just aren't real. And then plus, everybody's fake. Everything on the internet is fake. Yeah. (laughs) And and all these tips to try to get a woman or not get a woman as well. Uh, I started listening to the tipping point. They were talking about that uh, that guy, uh, alpha man, alpha male strategies. 
I was in a down bad place one time and I got on YouTube and I found his uh, little wormhole. That nigga be out here wild. Alpha male strategies. He be giving like the most toxic masculine advice ever. Oh, Jesus. I remember one of his videos, he was like, they all hoes. Your mom, your sister. <laughs> all women are hoes. And as soon as you get to that point, that's when you'll realize, like, oh, this shit is, ugh. And then I watched every other video because I was like, man, this shit is fucked up. I'm going to keep watching though. That's when you got a gate. Like, almost like how we were talking about alcoholism last week. Be like, I mean, I ain't that bad off. He started watching that shit. Like, I don't hate women like this. I'm not an alcoholic, no. I'm not chauvinist. I don't drink when I'm at home. Because that's the only definition of alcoholism. I don't say that all women are hoes. <laughs> I'm a chauvinist, but I like that. Yeah. These. <laughs> hey, if you ever want to get money on YouTube, that's the trick. Just say the most toxic bullshit. If you're a man or a woman, just yeah. say fucked up shit. No, yeah, because that's. People talk about bullshit more than they talk about the truth. And then it's going to be a lot of stupid ass men or stupid ass women that be like, this person knows. No, they don't fucking know. It's all bullshit, bro. I'm sick of people. When are we going to get back to just being regular people with emotions and not being motherfucking internet savages and everybody want to be business moguls and everybody got the keys to the streets and everybody knows how to have the best sex of their life and everybody like everybody is an expert on all things life apparently now right i'm just sick i want to get back to real people with real feelings who go through real shit and that's what i hope we be doing right here because i ain't no expert in shit i know a lot of useless ass shit but i know a lot of stupid ass false shit don't ever think we're expert always double check some shit we say yeah now don't come to us telling us the bullshit that we wrong about because we probably already know. <laughs> I be leaving tons of shit. I be like, yep, that's totally wrong. Submit. Yep. I'm out here just saying all kind of stupid ass fucking shit. <laughs> Juice, you were completely right. Yeah, I know. I was, that's what I do. Sometimes I just be saying wrong information. It's life. But at least if we're going to do that, we will admit, like, you know, I'm not sure. But yeah, if I remember, I'll be like, yeah, I was dead wrong. <laughs> Sometimes I'd be forgetting. And then I listen to you like, oh, I was wrong. Like when I was talking about uh, nobody's ever just like it's like if the British just came and burned down some stuff in Washington, D.C. That totally happened. <laughs> Whole War of 1812. My history nerd ass knew it as soon as I said it. I was like, you know what? Never mind. It's going to mess up the flow of the conversation <laughs> if I just come out and just say the shit. What the fuck, man? What? Oh, no. I was, my message has come up in the corner. Oh. <laughs> I think that's another reason why I be. Um, 
not focused on, but just like even more ready to kind of settle down with somebody is because, um, like we were just talking about, just like wanting the realness out of something, just wanting that person that you can just be regular with. Like you ain't got to put on a facade and act like you know everything about life and you know act like you're this perfect person like I'm just ready for just that transparency of this is who I am I'm not perfect I'm not trying to be perfect I'm not I don't know, you know, like I don't I know. I am a beautifully flawed person. Everybody, I'm just tired of everybody acting like they know everything about everything now on social media. Like everybody's an expert at everything. Yeah. Everybody's life is perfect. Everybody got all the money that they need. Everybody a hustler. Everybody like, got all the hoes. I'm just sick of that. Like, <laughs> can we just chill and be ourselves? Can we just can we talk about our emotions? Is that okay? Is no, okay? that's showing vulnerability, and we don't like that around Can here. Can we be humans? Human? <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. That was perfect. Um, but no, for real, I just get sick of all this, like, especially after promoting all my own shit. It's just like, ugh, I'm tired of having to be in. Hey! hey. Yeah, like bubble <laughs> mode, like. See me today at the blah 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 studio, and hey, I'm doing this today, and come around and book here and ask me questions, and that's why I be fucking me up like with the podcast shit. Be like, yeah, just put the shit out there. Yeah, niggas, if y'all feel like listen, go listen. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> here you go, niggas. Says, oh, says y'all asking about next week's episode. <laughs> I am tired of the bullshit. And I'm tired of having to try to cut through bullshit for y'all to listen to it. Mm. You gonna fuck with it or you ain't gonna fuck with it. Mm. Thanks. That's not how you run <laughs> successful content. It's not. That's how you get your feelings. That's why we gotta hire somebody to get the shit. <laughs> I be in my fucking feelings. Yeah. Same. <laughs> I need somebody to be like, yeah, little nigga, put that shit out there. <laughs> If we do get somebody, we gotta call him little nigga. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh juice and Kim and little nigga. Uh, little nigga, what the fuck you doing? Come here, little nigga, baby. Mwah. You know, according to legend on uh Dr. King's uh last day on earth, one of his friends that was in his entourage came in the door and he was like, Little nigga, where you been all day? <laughs> The fuck? <laughs> so we gotta call him little nigga. Honor Dr. King. <laughs> <laughs> you know Dr. King is letting these niggas fly. I believe you niggas. <laughs> oh, for sure. That nigga can shoot pool behind his back. You know, a lot of niggas came out of that fucking name. Like that man's mouth. Niggas everywhere. I believe what nigga wasn't saying nigga back in the day 
Man, they be trying to get that thing off. Like, I don't say nigga because my ancestors. Well, my granddaddy was my ancestor, and that nigga said nigga all the fucking time. You feel me? <laughs> that nigga love to say nigga. <laughs> so I'm carrying on a tradition. That's, man. Sometimes I be, I still kind of sometimes be like, Man, we do be saying some wild ass reckless shit. It's funny. <laughs> you know, I I don't think it honestly be that reckless. It ain't as reckless as when we first started. We were like chopper fly. Luckily, those list those uh, episodes are barely able to be listened to because I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. <laughs> so in a way, I kind of covered my own track. You censored us, <laughs> right? Our abilities censored us. <laughs> Now this shit come in crystal clear. You can hear all the bullshit we be fucking saying. <laughs> when I was listening to last week, I was like, man, this is some wild shit. Oh, well. It was good shit, though. It was good as it fuck. It came out good. It was really good. It was hard as fuck to edit, too. That shit was hilarious, though. That's because we put the damn... It was so much... I was going to say we put the review in the middle, but, well, it was, technically, but the beginning was just so personal. The real beginning that we cut out was real personal. And then I just admitted I was a fucking alcoholic in the first, like, 20 minutes. (laughs) Yeah, you know what? Fuck it. (laughs) I always do wonder what, like, what if this is the first time somebody's listening it's like, what the fuck was that shit? <laughs> I always wonder what what people's actual first episode is when they do like discover us. Like, do they start at one? Nobody starts at one, right? When we first started, everybody did start at one. But man, well, that's because everybody was starting with us. No, I was saying like, even for a while, people would always listen to the first one until okay. we got to like 50, 60 episodes. Let me see what the most listened one. It's always some random ones when I be looking, and everybody's on different waves. Let's see. In the past week, episode last week was first listened. Twenty twenty, uh, part two is the second. Shark coochie board is uh. Still is a steady in the top three. What? And that's your birthday one. Father Stretch My Bands is we getting a lot of listens to. <laughs> <laughs> the ones with really good titles are always good. Woke ASMR is still one of the most listened. <laughs> the golden episode, which is right around both of our thirtieth birthdays, because it was episode thirty. Mm. Bring it on. That's the one where you started off. <laughs> what did you say? Was I talking about my manager then? No, you were talking about if somebody knows somebody to hook up, just bring it on. <laughs> wow. That was that was a long time ago too. Yeah, it was. Doom scroll still gets a lot. Things Fall Apart got three listens, which is scary because that's the episode I thought was going to be our last episode because I was like, fuck this shit. Which one was that? It's when I couldn't get one of the mics to work or something. Something crazy happened in the middle of it. Oh. 
That's why I was titled Things Fall Apart. You thought it was going to be our last episode ever? I, I was fed up. Not with you, of course, but with I didn't know how to do this shit. My mom playing tricks on me, which is still one of our most listened episodes. <laughs> Every time I think of the hose thing, I think of with, uh, <laughs> I think I got it. <laughs> This is the most misogynist thing in the world, but it, I always laugh at it because I'm a misogynist also. Uh, <laughs> I can admit that about myself, Kim. Hey, man, I just got into a big debate with this female because she gets mad because I'm on speakerphone with my nigga and he say, where the hoes at? And I'm like, it's a couple over here right now. <laughs> And she get mad talking about, I ain't no hoes over here. But I'm like, look, I wasn't calling y'all hoes individually. I was just saying the hoes is over here. You know what I'm saying? If you don't know, the hoes is any group of females. I don't give a fuck if it's Oprah and Gail. I don't give a fuck if it's SWV. If it's Destiny Child, if it's a group of hoes, it could be CC Miners and her sisters. If they together, they the hoes. You know what I'm saying? Like, any group of women together is the hoes. Like, stop getting mad because we use the right term. Like, when a goose by itself, it's a goose. But when it's a bunch of gooses, them is geese. So you them think it's geese. a goose out here mad as hell when a nigga say, look at them geese? And she like, no, nah, ain't no geese is over here, bitch. You know what I mean? <laughs> about that. Okay, if it's CC Wyness and her sisters, if it's Oprah and Gail, say the hoes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Every time I hear somebody talk about the hoes, this is instantly what I think about. They the hoes. I'm not calling y'all hoes individually. <laughs> the other funny thing is, I don't know if I can say this in that. He said it so sassy that it was hilarious. Yes, he did. He really did. It kind of put me in the mindset of Mike Epps. Yeah. Like, it seemed like a Mike Epps monologue or some shit. Right. <laughs> Them the hoes. Another thing I be thinking about with the hoes is this dude I went to Gremlin with, a nigga named Josh. He used to joke on everybody with the same joke, but it used to be funny. So he'd be like, he ain't got no hoes. <laughs> That is like the funniest one-liner like ever. He used to be like I used to love when he was going off on somebody. He's like, he ain't got no hoes. He ain't got no bitches. <laughs> <laughs> the same cadence. And so we started doing it. And my nigga Gunner was like, he was a music nerd like me, but he was just a nerd in general too. So this dude had this really old computer that he brought to college. And so he was like, he ain't got no MS DOS. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't got no mod sweep. Let's <laughs> see. This is why I love niggas. Black people are hilarious. They really are. Like, what that nigga Josh say? He ain't got no hoes. <laughs> Thank mm-hmm. you.
Thanks for tuning in. You can find all of our links and merchandise at www.thesuburbanpodcast.com. You can also get your listens in on any of these streaming services, such as Google Play, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Subscribe. Episodes come out every Friday. Boom, boom, boom.